Are you ready? Are you ready to run it? Yes. Hello, and welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. I'm Leah. The other person here is Bryant. And we are going to talk about Krypton, the House of L. Before we get into the new pre-pre-pre-Superman show on sci-fi, that's really good, we have to talk about last episode. Unfortunately, the time that we had to record was also the time that our neighbor rented a wood chipper. So sorry about that audio. I'm not very good at editing. Tried my best. Didn't work out. We also have a little visitor. Yeah, it gets way more interesting than that. Okay, so let's talk about Ghosty. Ghosty. What up, buddy? He walked right through me. (laughs) And that's how I was alerted to him. And I've and known about him since we moved in. Leah has been editing the podcast, and there's been an odd third voice. We record the podcast in our garage. Um, I've set it up so that we can kind of chill out here, too. Uh, and it seems like this is where the heaviest presence is in the house. And I'm not one that really believes in that kind of thing or is for, you know, superstitious about that kind of stuff, but... It repeatedly keeps happening, and Leah has noticed in editing some of the episodes that there's a third voice on our microphone. So, we decided to make him a full-time co-host. We're just going to embrace him, because, you know, we can all live kumbaya and peacefully, and we've only set some ground rules. There's only two. Don't walk through me, and don't startle me. Otherwise, you know, you were here before us, right? So that's my approach. What do you? What have you experienced? I've seen the, you know, shadow, and I've heard things. And on one of my podcasts that I listen to, it's called that, and that's why we drink. They talk about ghosts like moving your shit, so you can't find anything. Both Bryant and I are experts at losing things. But there are times where I'm like, no, I know I put this here and I can't find it. And I'll go away, I'll come back, and it'll be right where I thought it was. And I'm always like, thank you, Ghosty. Thanks for returning it. I mean, Leah's not a hothead either, so it's not like we can no. blame it on that, right? She's, no. she's actually pretty responsible with all the things, things in order. But yeah, so I, I've always been a little sensitive. I've always kind of felt heard, all that. So ghosts and spiritual, I'm a full believer. It's comforting to me. I feel like our ghost is friend, not foe. He's just here. He might steal our shit occasionally, but he brings it back. I also have this weird thing where I assume ghosts are men, and I don't know why. But anyway... He said hello. He talked a lot last episode. I left one little part in. If he's here, say hi. If you're napping, sorry for waking you. And let's talk Krypton. So you ready for me to nerd out? Go for it. Okay. So, big DC girl. Prefer Batman to Superman. Supergirl to Batgirl. So, the main character in this show on sci-fi, or Siffy because that's how it's spelled, is sick. 
And Seg is from the House of L. He's Superman's great-grandfather. So he is Seg L. So he's four generations removed from Superman. No. Great, great. No. Grandfather? No, just great grandfather. Oh, okay. The, the reasoning that his name is Seg L is because the creator of Superman, one of them, was a name. Huge fan of <laughs> Steven Seagal. No. Jerry Siegel is the co creator of Superman. Related to Steven Seagal? Not even spelled right. Is Steven Seagal his sensei? No. Anyway. So, back in the 80s, I think it was the 80s, there was a canon where his great-grandfather was named Seg-El. And it was a real short run. They talked about Krypton. And then they moved on. And Krypton kind of disappeared. Well, not disappeared, but, you know, they didn't do a lot of history of Krypton. So this show, even though it's based on the canon of Seg-El being the great-grandfather of Superman, everything else is pretty new. So that's cool, because you don't really get that in DC Universe. If you watch Flash on the CW, you know what that show does is they pick a limited run for the season. Last season, for example, they did Flashpoint. Turned it into a season long of shows, and that was that. And that's kind of the normal format for comic book TV. They pick a run of comics that they really like and they use that for that season and then the next show they pick a different theme of run of comics so to have krypton which is like hey there was two comic books two or three or four and we're gonna just make our own idea off of brief little canon tidbits that we've picked up over the years that's kind of awesome because it's truly the creator's work like the showrunner and the writer get to do what they want with these really well-known characters. 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 We're struggling today. Yeah, I can't speak. Words not friends. Nope. But these great characters, and you get to mold them however you want. For sure. I, I am of the opinion that Superman is overrated most overrated of all superheroes and i have a theory that people don't actually like the comic or any of the movies as seen in the ratings and the box office money that superman movies have made over the last 20 years right um i think they like the idea of having a superman but i don't think they i don't think they like the actual execution of the comic I disagree. Because Superman's not as badass as, say, Iron Man. Or the Hulk. Or, you know, pick one. Well, I mean, Superman's definitely a character that needs peripheral characters. He's not a character that can stand alone. So he needs his Lois Lane. He needs his Lex Luthor. Iron Man... It's just with that simple. And the Hulk, actually. They're their own villains. They don't really... Well, listen. K 
can't talk about Iron Man and mean Robert Down Jr. But Robert. That's <laughs> how we normally talk. Yep. Iron Man in Marvel Cinematic Universe is not the same Iron Man that was in the comics. Iron Man was created by Stan Lee as Bet. Did you know this? No. So, Stan Lee was working on comics and um, was putting out all these things, the Fantastic Four, Captain America, all of these really well-liked characters. And somebody said to him, I bet you can't make a hero out of a bad character. And he said, watch me. So he created Iron Man. Iron Man, in his heyday, is an asshole. He's an alcoholic. He's a rich jerk. Like, he really is. He's very smart. And he builds things. But at the center of his human being, he is an asshole. And it became one of the most beloved characters. And I think that's what Superman is consistently missing. Because Superman, at his core, is this great dude. He is a hero. He kind of has no faults. He's this perfect alien pretending to be human. But he's not human. Right. And so, the, the, but it's harder to Hulk. identify with him. Right. Well, and because he he's not as flawed as we typically are as humans. Well, yes and no. I think the problem with Superman is, especially through most of the comic book runs and stuff, and there are some that show him making bad decisions. Uh, there is an evil Superman, Bizarro Superman, things like that. But most, he's got this like I do what's right always and i think that's what's hard to identify with he needs his batman he needs bruce wayne to come in and be like you know no the world is bad and you have to sometimes do bad to get your point across you can't save everyone but in the same token so if you just talk about the big three right batman wonder woman and superman Superman's the least flawed, but technically Wonder Woman isn't human either. Yes, but Superman reminds me he's he's like the he's, he's like the, the Boy hall, Scout. He's the hall monitor yeah. of the superhero universe. He really is. And that's his character and that's why people either identify with him or they don't. We're not getting into the DC universe having a terrible cinematic universe. Their movies suck, they don't know what they're doing, they should just copy their cartoons, because where, in my nerd opinion of I like what I like, and I don't like what I don't like, DC trumps Marvel in actual comics. DC trumps Marvel in cartoons, for sure. And for the most part, DC's TV, it's hitting a lull right now, but it's been good for five years, whereas Marvel's TV universe is just starting with the exception of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which has been on for five years and has been shit for three. I used to love that show, and now it's just terrible. So, Marvel movies, by far 
winning all the time. Can't wait to see Infinity Wars next week. DC, comics and cartoons, and some TV. Marvel, learning TV. So it's just a sliding scale. Well... I've out-nerded Brian. The yeah. face is just like, shut yeah, up. Like, okay, whatever. But the this particular show was actually kind of cool. I liked it. He. I cried. Did you really? I did. Why? What part? Um, when he had to watch his grandpa get executed. So you started crying in the I first two seconds? I did. <laughs> okay. Well. And I... like just the way his grandfather was like, I think his grandfather's, Val, Val was just like, I love you, Sag. And then like the little boy started crying. Yeah. But Sad. then the little boy grew up to be a badass. And the little boy grew up to be a little shit. Well. <laughs> he's going to be a badass, but he's learning. Yeah. He's... <laughs> The way that his his parents sacrifice themselves and and they they both get executed and then Seg gets adopted into the ranked. Yeah, they have this thing in Krypton called the Rankless, and the Rankless are they're like the poor people, the lower no. class, they're the kind of bottom feeders of the of the community. They're the untouchables. So, in the Indian class system in India, they have this group of people called the Untouchables, which is basically, like, they're lower than the poor. And that's kind of how the rankless are treated. Like, they're just not even worth acknowledging. It's a huge problem. But that's what the rankless are. And Valel, Singh's grandfather, was killed because of science. So there was that whole, like, if you want to compare it to Earth, that's like in Italy, when scientists really started paying attention, and, like, when people were like, no, the Earth isn't flat, it's round, and look, we're not alone, we have the sun, and then there's a solar system, and when they started figuring that all out, people were getting executed, because it didn't convene in the way that, quote-unquote, God saw it, and that's kind of what they're doing in this show. Uh, Rao, who is like the god supreme. Rao, the voice of Rao, which is the creepiest character they have. Yeah. Nobody He's got this that. mask where, the, where any angle he turns, it looks like the mask is looking at you because there's faces on all sides. Yeah. It's, it's think of like a cross between V for Vendetta and the Jabberwockies. Right. That's a really, yeah. And that it, that's one of my favorite looking characters. Yeah, the voice of Rao is definitely creepy. He doesn't, for being called the voice, he doesn't actually speak. No. He just kind of points. Yeah, well, he speaks a little bit in the first episode when Leah started crying over the grandfather being being exiled. Not exiled. Or Executed. Killed, executed, whatever. So then in the in, it goes into the first episode and obviously progresses my the issue that i took within the first five minutes is that they need to fire the stunt coordinator and whoever's choreographing the the, fights the fights because they were it was like nails on a chalkboard watching that but but that was the pilot episode so obviously they got some money 
before when the show got picked up because the fighting gets a little bit better in right. the first episode. They also need to give a raise to the set designer. The sets are bad. The sets are sick. It was like cross between the Flintstones and a futuric, futuristic universe. Yeah. I loved it. I, I loved the houses. I loved the cities, the planes or spaceships or whatever. It was really cool. Uh, the other thing that was cool, obviously, the Fortress of Solitude was introduced. I've never... This garage is my Fortress of Solitude. Ugh. <laughs> I've never heard that the Fortress of Solitude actually existed on Krypton, so I think that's something they made up, and I am all for. You know, Superman does have his Fortress of Solitude, and it is in a frozen tundra in Antarctica, and it's awesome. So, like, being in this, like, unknown Fortress of Solitude that Val built for Seg, and Seg is trying to figure out... And then, you know, there's a hologram of Val, and he tries to hug him, and it's a hologram. And that was really, really, really cool. And then we get Adam Strange. Yeah. is That's Doctor Strange, right? No. Okay. I was so waiting for that. I thought he was Doctor Strange the no. whole time. And I was well, like, shut up. You're not even real. And he, he's kind, he, he's, he looks like Marty McFly. He does. Um, so, Doctor Strange... The planet Detroit. The planet Detroit. <laughs> doctor Strange is a DC character. His name is Adam Strange. He is a doctor. But it is not Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. That's a Marvel character. Okay. So, DC and Marvel have a lot of... The DC version of Doctor Strange, the Marvel's Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. is Doctor Fate. Adam Strange is, he's just really smart. He created the Zeta Tubes. That's how he's been able to travel, not only back in time, but through, through, like, different worlds. Cool. He's a cool character. He's in Young Justice. That's how I know him. Right on. So he shows up and says, look, you're Superman's grandfather. His cape is disappearing. And... You need to be this person to save his life. And Sig is kind of like, kind of like blows him off like he's a crazy person. He dresses like a human, like the, from our world. So he's, it's. He's got a Detroit Tigers hat. Yeah, and and he wears a hoodie and it's, it's different. But they, he ultimately, when he joins the ranks and the. Com- the head of the Commonwealth is the like basically elects him to marry his daughter, and when he joins them, Doctor Strange shows up and is like, "Hey, you need to be this because you're gonna save billions of people." And he's kind of like, "I don't know what I want to do. All I want to do is kill this Commonwealth guy because he just, he just murdered my parents." And Strange is like, "You know what?" You know, stay with me. Do my thing for a minute. And then if that doesn't work out, then go have whatever whatever revenge you want to have. Right? I like Doctor Strange. I love how you watch TV. <laughs> I... <laughs> Our... 
I love how you watch TV. I just... None of that is how that happened. That's totally how it happened. What are you talking about? Dude, he met Doctor Strange or Adam Strange while his parents were still alive. Right. And then Doctor Strange showed up again after his parents died and was like, hey, man, get your revenge. But, like, let's try it this way first. Yeah, but... So, how this really happened, (laughs) not the way Brian thinks it did, is Seg got talked to by Adam Strange, and he tried to convince him that there's this... First of all, nobody on Krypton believes that there are other worlds. They all think that it's just Krypton, that nothing else exists. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, a lot. And so, when... Adam Strange approaches Seg. Seg's just like, you know, they're obsessed with the ranks, right? And they all wear their patches of what house they belong to. The Commonwealth, the evil guy, he belongs to the house of Vex, which, way to tip off that you're evil right off the bat. Right. (laughs) And If your name ends in X, most likely you're an asshole. Right. Go ahead. Anyway, so... He tells them how his great-grandson becomes this amazing dude and saves Earth and, like, kind of tiptoes around the fact that Krypton gets blown up and <laughs> is no longer a place. And how this evil genius called Brainiac, which, by the way, the makeup they did on Brainiac is sick. Like, that, that is how Brainiac should look. I was just like, oh! He's trying to warn him, trying to tell him that, you know, don't do it. Like, So, yeah, Doctor Strange shows up, and he's like, uh, hey, let's do revenge this way. No, no, no. See, that's you're skipping. You're skipping a whole bunch of scenes where Seg goes home and confronts his parents. Because the only reason he mildly starts to believe Adam Strange is because Adam Strange gives him... A sunstone with the sigil for the House of L. And that's the only reason that Seg is like, maybe this dude is on to something. So he goes home and he talks to his parents about it. And his parents just awkwardly lie to him. And are like, no, no, that dude's crazy. Give me that. If you're caught with something with our emblem, you'll go to jail. That's not worth it. And then he, so his dad takes it. And he steals it back from his dad. And then his dad forgets his meds. He goes to bring his meds to, to his dad at work. He gets accosted by the Sagittari, which are like the state police of Krypton. And then Seg saves the voice of Rao because some dude from their version of Isis, which I'm told, do you remember the name of it? No. Their terrorist group, the Black. I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Uh, but he gets the guy with the bomb, saves the the voice of Rao, and that's why the evil that is Vex wants to bind him, aka arranged marriage, to his daughter. After all of that, his mom starts feeling guilty, and Seg runs about town. And his mom captures him, essentially, because he's hiding from Sagittari in 
uh, spaceship, and they go to the Fortress of Solitude. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and that's why his mom was killed. Because she wouldn't... She pledged to being a part of the terrorist group because she didn't want anyone to know that Seg was the one with her and after she stole that ship. And she also didn't want them to find the Fortress of Solitude. So Seg's parents are like, go to the Fortress of Solitude, finish what Val started, prove everyone wrong, save the universe, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Adam Strange is like, go to the Fortress of Solitude, prove everyone wrong, save Krypton from Brainiac so Earth can have a Superman. Okay. Fair enough. I like my version better. But but also, I totally live in the Fortress of Solitude. I would too. It was pretty sweet. Not only did it look interesting, but it was a... It was it was just cool. It had everything that you needed to do, whatever you wanted, and nobody could get to it. But yeah, there's also this whole like weird side story of Sag sleeping with the head of the Sagittari Lyda Lyda Zod. Yeah. But that's a part of the story that they could just cut out and get rid of. Yeah. It's a side story that somebody was like, yeah, we need a... We need a love interest. We need a love interest, so let's put it over here. And her mom is the head of... She's like one of the generals right. of the security force, and she's she's a bitch, for sure. But the, the daughter's kind of like this progressive thinking, like, hey, these the rankless need... You know, they have rights to kind of thing, and... And her mom doesn't like it. Yeah, it's... But her mom is the actual one that ends up executing his mother his and parents. father. Yeah. So he's also dating her daughter. So there's, like, conflict because it's like, hey, your mom just killed my parents. What the fuck? And But they're secretly know. dating because she's already, quote-unquote, binded to another dude. And now she he's binded to another woman. And that whole thing where, like, they went into the chamber mm-hmm. and, like, pricked their blood and it showed their child and, like, when she went in with uh, the chick from the House of X, whose name I don't know, and it showed, like, your kid is going to be named this and this is what it's going to look like and this is what it's going to do. It was really sad because it was just like, oh, no one gets to make their choices on Krypton. Like, you don't. Everything yeah. is predetermined. Right. And he, Seg even made the comment, like, doesn't that bother you? And the girl's just like, meh, and walked away. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that aspect, too, of, like, two very uh, conscious people who are like, no, fight for your own world, pick your own love, do your own thing, versus kind of everyone else is just like, eh, do what the government says. Yeah. There's a general distrust. Yeah. And it's not Superman is just overrated. I have very little interest in Superman. Yeah. He's too vanilla for my liking. So are you going to keep watching? Yes. I've already caught up. It's right. on episode four. I've watched all four. Right on. I've I really I've gotten like through it. episode one. I've got three more to go. It's not high on my priority list, but it's there. Yeah. Superman 
isn't one of my favorites. Like I said, I prefer Supergirl. Uh, That's I think why she's I'm a saying... more dynamic character. Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you. That's why I'm <laughs> saying they like the idea of Superman. Because everything surrounding him is badass. You have Wonder Woman, right? Who's, well, she's a part of the big three, yeah. Who's hot and killer, and she's she's badass. And then you've got this whole story element wrapped around him. But when it comes to the actual Superman himself, it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I've definitely have always been that way. I I grew up on Batman, so there's yeah. just no comparison. Batman's cool. The Batman and... But I wouldn't be friends with Batman. Batman's an asshole. I'd be friends with the Bat family. Meh. I'd go hang out with some Robins. Okay, so if you could pick a superhero to hang out with, which one? Dick Grayson. Nightwing. The original Robin. Okay. Cool. I'd be friends with the Flash. That'd be cool, too. So, not Kid Flash? No. Just the Flash. Yeah. Barry. Barry Allen? Barry Allen. I was going to say Barry Gordon, but he's a music producer. Um, And it's Flash Gordon. Okay. Sure. But, yeah. I think if we could put together the ultimate superhero party, it'd be the Flash. Because he would bring... Everything. He would bring everything. And he could make a a beer run like that. And And he can't get drunk. Right. And then you got the Batman who would show up. And then he would be With all the monies. He he would pay for everything. Right. Right. But then Iron Man would show up. And so they would start flexing on each other's like, I'm more macho than you kind of thing. And so then you'd have Iron Man bringing in models and shit and then you have spider-man who's over here in the corner like oh i'm a a little innocent guy but let's see where this goes he could be interesting because he could go from being this like little high school kid kind of kind of lame kid to like this beast and flexing all over everybody right and then you could have oh god who else would you invite there's so many you got to have the hulk right because somebody's got to eat all the food. You can't have all those leftovers. Yeah, but that's what the Flash is for. No, the Flash just goes and goes to the grocery store and picks everything up. I know, but the Flash eats a lot. Yeah, that's true. He does burn a lot of calories. We need the Hulk because then we can have an eating competition. That okay, but I would don't be want the, the ultimate Hulk. barbecue. Why won't you want the Hulk? Are you talking about Bruce Banner or the Hulk? I'd invite Bruce Banner, but I don't want the fucking Hulk. He'll destroy everything. No. You are the Hulk. I think think that if we made the Hulk a reinforced chair that could hold him and it was comfortable, I think he'd mellow up. Then he would just become Bruce Banner. Well, no, I want the Hulk. Okay. You are the Hulk. Between 6.30 and 7 in the morning, you are the Hulk. Hence why I want the Hulk to come to the party. Anyway, that would be the ultimate Superman barbecue. Oh, yeah, you got to have one woman to show up because Super you need hero. somebody to keep all these crazies in line. And nobody else. I think she's the one to do it. Uh, nobody else. Who else would we invite? I don't know. That's a good question. You guys let us know. Who else would you invite? Because this sounds like a hell of a party. You and I'm I have saying. a very different list. What's your list? Definitely bring the Flash. 
bring the whole Bat family. So Batman, Robin, Red Robin, maybe not Red Hood because I don't want to die. And, uh, you know, Batman, Batgirl, pick one. I don't care which one. Bring Supergirl because she'll fix up the kitchen. You bring Wonder Woman because she'll challenge someone to a duel. You bring, obviously, the Flash. Bring Dr. Fate. He's good. Or Zantana, because then you've got some magic bullshit. John Constantine, to make sure no demons come. Artemis, just because I love her. She can come. Yeah, I'm still thinking. Who else are we missing? Beast Boy. That way you can have any of the animals that you want. Uh, I would bring Kamala Khan, because she's just awkward and fucking hilarious. She's the new Miss Marvel. Who else? I think that just about covers it. I'm sure if I had more time, I could think of more. Yeah, you guys let us know. I'm sure there's somebody obvious that we're missing that needs to be a part of the party. Yeah. 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 But anyway... That is Krypton, as far as we have gotten. And I feel like we do a pretty good job of not killing shows, as far as spoilers go, things like that. True. Um, I'd watch Krypton, though. I think it's totally worth it. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out. And, you know, like and subscribe and all those things. Follow us on all the social medias. We'll put the links in... The bio. The bio, the show notes. We'll also put where you can find Krypton. And what should we do next? Yeah, tell us what you think. We're looking for some engagement because Lee and I kind of have the same taste true. in things. So this can go a couple different directions if you guys help us out with that. And any of the international people, if you guys want us to watch one of your shows that's not available in America, we have resources. We're down. Yeah, that would be super cool. I would love to watch like Japanese Batman or. or I still want to watch Japanese whatever. The Bachelor. I, that would be kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. The Bachelor here is enough as it is, but. I think it's interesting that other countries have shows that we don't get to see and they have their own like superstars that we're like, who? True. Like you could really get big in Japan and walk around America and be like, yeah, I'm big in Japan, but I'm a regular dude here. Every singer ever. Yeah. K-pop. Yep. Anyway, that's that's the episode. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. I have to go to Costco. Okay, bye.